If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pazano, along with Josh Reese. What's up, family? How's it going today? It's a this. This is the family. This is the Hollywood Hogwash family. Double H family. I appreciate all you guys for liking and subscribing to the channel. We've got a bunch of awesome content today. We've got a better Saul. Better call Saul. Oh, <laughs> and we got a bullet train recap. God. Bullet train was, you know what? Bullet train was really, really good. It was really good. I was a little bit concerned because I was like, you know, how much fun can you have on a bullet train? But it was actually really, really fun, much to Andrew's uh, surprise. This is our fourth uh, try at the intro. Hey, and, fourth uh, try is the best. It's still not working. <laughs> Let's try one more time. What the fuck? Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with Josh Reese. I honestly don't know what's real or not anymore. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing Better Call Saul oh, and Jesus. a really, really excellent film that we saw called Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt. Yes. Bad Bunny's in it as well. Oh, yeah. It's really, really good. It's a lot of fun. Bad Bud. I recommend it to everybody. It's a bunch of assassins on a bullet train in Japan. It's pretty great. Can't wait to talk about it. That's why I'm energized about this podcast. But before we get to all of that, we have to talk the latest news and rumors, a.k.a. the Hollywood hogwash. So, hey, Ezra Miller's back in the news. What? We were he's, just talking about him recently. He's back. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, maybe even a couple of months since we've heard from Ezra Miller. Finally uh, got into our uh, our universe. I, I think we, we still don't know exactly where he is. He could be dead for all we know. <laughs> he could be. He could be in another uh, dimension. Yeah. He could be anywhere. That's true. Iceland, maybe? So Business Insider uh, had a new report. Uh, they said uh, multiple people have stated that Miller acted like a cult leader during their time renting a spacious Airbnb in Iceland, which was home to uh, Icelandic artists, uh, expats, and spiritual confidants who Miller encouraged to stay there. Interesting. Uh, one woman who visited the house in March of 2020 noted how the guests were hypnotized 
by Miller's every word. And then rumors soon began to circulate that the Flash actor was running a cult due to their insistence that they possessed supernatural powers. Yeah, it's so strange. I mean, I don't know where it's where it's coming from. I guess he's just a crazy wacko. This is what happens when you're too rich and famous. But and you think you're really? you're the shit. You're like, wow, I'm so famous. Everyone loves me. And One Flash movie does it for you. Well, I mean, this is even before the Flash. I mean, there's, we still don't have a Flash movie. Oh, but, wow. you know, he was One in... Justice League movie, yeah. Justice League, yeah. Uh, another 18-year-old musician shared her experience with Miller, telling Business Insider that she had sex with Miller three times. She said the actor became fixated on her, quote-unquote, perfect womb, oh, while telling Jesus her that Christ. her family was holding her back from a better life. That's so weird. It is. Yeah, he just seems like a total wacko, and apparently he's wearing body body armor everywhere <laughs> he goes because he's afraid that the, I think it was the FBI is tracking him, or yeah. the Ku Klux Klan. Right. How does this guy get involved with the Ku Klux Klan? This is actually some of the stuff I was discovering when I was doing an Ezra Miller deep dive well, today. who even knows if he is? Involved, he's probably just high well, on not, meth. Not involved, but apparently he's in a in a feud with the Ku Klux Klan. Well, uh, who's, what's this quote? This was a lady that was talking about the hostel or okay. whatever that they were in. She was like, "Yeah, at the moment, it gets confusing because they use they and well, this them. is an Airbnb, I think, not but a hostel. I think when they're saying they and them, they're actually just talking about Miller, right? So at the moment, they would look me in the eye and be like, "I love you," and be like, "This is really nice, beautiful person." She said. But right afterwards, they would tell me that I was really fucking disgusting. She had, there was a lot of psychological abuse. I imagine. He seems like a whack job. I don't understand. You think? Why don't we play this video well, and yeah, decide? That's what I was saying. I found this video when I, was look, when I was doing some research on him today, and I was like, how did I not know this existed? Yeah. And how did the, did the people making this movie not know it existed either? Well, this was back in January of this year, I believe, right? Right, yeah. So, obviously, that was well after they filmed The I guess. Flash. But how did they not think that this was going to come out or something? Anyways, go ahead, go ahead and play it. I think people would be interested. All right, here we go. Hi, um, this is Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, uh, we didn't know. A.K.A. the Bengal Ghouls. The what? Mad Goose Wizard. What? And um, this is a message for the Beulahville chapter of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Oh, random. <laughs> Hello. First of all, how are y'all doing? Um, <laughs> it's me. Um, look, if y'all want to die, I suggest <laughs> just killing yourselves with your own guns. Okay? Um, oh. Otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. And then, what? you know, um, we'll do it for you if that's really what you want. Okay. Talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, what's great is like... Bye! <laughs> what's great is like... Uh, he's, he's, it's probably his mom driving because oh, he's in the passenger maybe. seat. Maybe, yeah. Well, no, it's just so weird. Like, uh, so apparently... That was a little different than the video I had, I think. But yeah, there go ahead. There can't be more of these. Um, but apparently per Newsweek, the town doesn't even have any KKK presence. Really? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which is Where just, did he say? What town? Beulahville, Beulahville, North Carolina. Well, North Carolina like has KKK people, right? Oh, I'm sure there's KKK people in. Wait, Galveston. where was where was that march a few years ago? 
That cake Charlottesville. Cake, wasn't it? Charlottesville. North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know where that is in relation to Beulahsville. But yeah. it's just it's so weird. I gotta see that again. Hi. Um, <laughs> this is Ezra Miller. Yeah. Uh, He's doing a cameo for AKA the cake. Ben Galgool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the Mad Goose Wizard. Oh, and that sounds um, like a this is a message thing. for it the Beulahville chapter Beulahville. of the North Carolina Ku Klux Klan. Hello, first of all, how are y'all doing? Thank you for paying me fifty dollars um, to do this. It's me. Um, look, if y'all want to die, I suggest <laughs> so just killing yourselves with your own guns. This took a hard right turn. Okay. Um, otherwise, keep doing exactly what you're doing right now, and you know what I'm talking about. You know it. And I mean, then being racist. Know, um, we'll do it for you if that's really what you want. Okay. Talk to you. <laughs> no, but this is okay. So, like, we'll do it for you. He's he, he's wearing body armor. I mean, yeah. could this guy be like Charles Manson trying to? He's got this commune of people. Maybe eventually he's going to start telling them to like commit murder for him and stuff like that. Hey, this is so weird. Hey, we'll see. You know what? All we could do is wait. I, I it's made, the greatest reality show uh, that's not on television. Well, I, I made the comment on Twitter. I was like. You know what? To be honest, I don't really care about a Flash Flash movie. Yeah. I kind of just want a documentary on this dude. Yeah. This dude seems batshit crazy. Oh, he, he so seems. Wacko. I like how you say he seems crazy. Well, well, as if true. that's not, you know. Well, well, I mean, is I that just not saw, evidence? Maybe we've that, already, we've seen other videos. Maybe that was deep fake. I don't know. We've well, seen other videos of him. Uh, oh yeah, God. It all started with him assaulting people in Hawaii. How did it get to this? Jesus. He just That was like the first thing we heard was like, okay, like, you know, he threw a fit at some party. Right. And then it was like, oh, then he robbed a couple in their hotel room or some shit. Yeah, it keeps you getting know, weirder and weirder. You hear about people having like a bad, bad couple days, a bad week, a bad month. This guy's had like a bad, bad six months. A bad life. <laughs> a bad life. I mean, the yeah. one, the, the story about him grooming that girl, that underage girl, that was long time ago because i think she was like 15 or 14 at the time and now I she's like 18 i saw one story that's a long time where ago. he was trying to buy ponies for a 12 year old girl that's like that's all right so well, weird whenever the fact is we're never seeing the flash movie it will not be coming out next no, year i i saw did you get the news apparently they're doubling down like the movie will come out right it's a joke josh oh, okay i'm sorry yeah <laughs> But no, I, I but, like uh, but again, <laughs> like I've said before on this podcast, if he ends up killing somebody, then the movie will not come out. Well, I mean, they have perfect outs. And as of right now, out. what would you bet on happening? Not coming out. Right. I don't think we ever see it. Yeah. It's going to be fascinating. How is anyone going to like this guy? Like, you have to like the main character. He's your hero. <laughs> there certainly won't be a Flash 2. <laughs> no, of course not. No. <laughs> Certainly. So, yeah, speaking of other HBO, Warner Brothers stuff, uh, I'm sure you heard that HBO Max has officially canceled the release of their Batgirl film, which was already done. Right. It's in the can. All they have to do is release it, and they're choosing not to. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that uh, Warner Bros. Discovery CEO David Zaslav opted to shelve the project in order to take a tax write-down on the $90 million film. Uh, Variety, uh, Variety reported that the main driver for the decision was the shift in company 
strategy away from creating feature films exclusive to HBO Max. And Zazlav addressed uh, the controversial decision on the company's Q2 earnings call. And he said, we're not going to put out a movie unless we believe in it. So he's (laughs) telling them the movie was shit. And that's why we're not going to release it. He said, these are the these are brands that are known everywhere in the world. DC is something that we think could make that we think we can make better. And we're focused on it now. Uh, this idea of expensive films going direct to streaming, we can't find an economic case for it. So we're making a strategic shift, which was interesting because in 2020, uh, or with, no, it was all, it was 2021 where all of the, all of those movies went directly to right, HBO right, Max, right. obviously for COVID, COVID reasons. reasons. Hey, well, this also could be good news for Christopher Nolan too, that, you know, cause I saw that they're going to start uh, waving that, that what was it 45 day go to HBO Max thing? Yeah. So like, you know, if they start fudging on that, maybe Christopher Nolan might want to come back. Maybe. But, you know, this is also incredibly bad optics that they don't believe in Batgirl, but they do believe in the Flash and Aquaman 2. And Aquaman the, two. These movies are going to be fucking terrible. You know that. They're DC. Also, Michael Keaton was supposed to be in Bat- Batgirl. Yeah. So I mean, if also if Flash Girl does Flash Girl Flash Girl Flash doesn't well <laughs> if Flash doesn't happen, we're never going to see Michael Keaton in Michael uh, Keaton. Bat, Bat is in again. is in Bad Girl. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton is in the Flash. Michael Keaton also filmed a scene for Aquaman two, and then test audiences said they were confused because they didn't understand why Michael Keaton was like in this universe because. Yeah. The Flash movie was supposed to come out before Aquaman 2, which would explain why Michael Keaton is in that universe. That's funny. So apparently they removed Michael Keaton from Aquaman 2. So like all this shit is just fucking up my us. We're never going to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Well, I, I mean, DC is I had so many problems as it is. I, I just, they need to clean. It's just sleep. fate. We're, we're never meant to see Michael Keaton as Batman ever again. No, it doesn't seem like it. And poor Michael Keaton. Well, I don't know if he really cares. He's getting paid. I don't think he nonetheless, cares. but mm-hmm. I mean, fan service. I mean, come on. Maybe, uh, maybe this, maybe it's a good thing because like a lot of things are like sequels where it's like, Hey, it's 30 years later. And obviously, Michael Keaton as Batman is another one where it's 30 years since he's been Batman. Mm-hmm. That it it would just suck. Like, it'll just ruin all the lore behind Michael Keaton ever being Batman. You know? Right. There's always that. So, Ke- Kevin Smith was also pretty annoyed that the Batgirl movie got canceled. Yeah, I have the whole thing. Oh, you got it? Okay. <laughs> he said, uh, he this was on his YouTube channel. He right. said, uh, it's an incredibly bad look to cancel the Latina Batgirl movie. I don't give a shit if the movie was absolute dog shit, man. And I can guarantee you that it wasn't. The two directors also did a couple of episodes of Miss Marvel. And that was a wonderful fucking show. Meh. Well, I disagree, Kevin yeah, Smith. I but mean, it was, it was bright and fun. I don't know. Great I'm it sure it was filmed. Well, that first episode, I liked how it was filmed. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like the context of the show, but the directors don't write it. So. Right. Uh, yeah, there's also rumors that HBO Max and Discovery Plus will merge into one streaming service, mm. uh, which will result in massive layoffs. Wow. And that's what's, you know, we watched the South Park streaming wars uh, a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Everything's starting to come true. Butters mentioned that 
you know, there's all these streaming services. At the end of the day, there's only going to be a few of them, and all everyone's going to get laid off, so yeah. no one really gives a shit. Right. Everyone's working for each other one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but it's it's disappointing, because HBO Max, I felt like, had, like, a lot of promise. And, like, you know, know. it's... it's and it, it was like, like my... Like, I mean, for season one of Peacemaker, I was like, well, this is the best streaming service. To be honest... Because it has Peacemaker. I think it was my favorite, you know? And it has, you know, it has every South Park episode. Mm-hmm. It has the whole South Park... I mean, it has, it has a lot of good movies on there. Game of Thrones. It still yeah. has The Wire on there. John John Oliver's Last Week Tonight is on there. Barry. I'm sure that'll still... Barry. Yeah. I'm sure that'll all still be on there, but, you know, it just, it just seemed nice. There was a lot of great HBO originals. Right. And I hope they... I hope they don't get cut, but we really don't know what's going to happen. And it seems like it's well, just they can't be cut a, too much, or else no one's going to fucking want the streaming service anymore. It's just going to be all Disney or not Disney. It's all going to be a, a Discovery a reality TV. Who gives shows. a shit about that? I mean, obviously people do, but how many episodes of Wicked Tuna do we need to watch? Oh God, don't get me started. <laughs> Wicked Tuna. I had to when I was working for Disney and Fox. That was like one of my jobs was making sure the Wicked Tuna shows were good. <laughs> I mean, we would have to verify every new episode of any show, but I remember like Wicked Tuna specifically. There's so many different ones. There's uh, there's one called Lone Star, Lone Star Law, and it's yeah. about the. Um, and I don't care. <laughs> oh, well, I don't yeah. like any of those shows. <laughs> it's just great. Like it's, I feel like they're kind of leaning towards that stuff. I don't know. But uh, speaking of Peacemaker, uh, fans uh, were expressing their concern about a season two because of all this news. Oof. But James Gunn assured them on Twitter and said that they are full steam ahead. <laughs> He's like, if well, I got to release this stuff on YouTube, I'm releasing it on YouTube. Well, they haven't <laughs> even filmed Peacemaker Season 2 yet. But I'm happy he's letting the fans know that that's, that's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Which is great. Because, you know, we need more John Cena as Peacemaker in our life, to be honest. We do. And I hope it's by next year, but yeah. that might be asking a lot. Mm. Could be by the end of next year. Could be. But yeah. I can't wait. Uh, also, uh, there was like a new 30 second She-Hulk trailer that was released last week oh. and it shows more of Daredevil's appearance. Okay. And, uh, here, I'll let you see it. Like you see his, you see his face. I mean, you see his mask and, okay. and everything. So a little bit more, it's of his, him. All right. A little bit more of a suit. Yeah. A little bit more of an up close. Right. Okay. That might be the so only even scene. if the show sucks, we have <laughs> oh, to God. watch it for 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 Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil comes in on the sixth episode. Yeah, the I mean, final scene. I mean, Tim Roth is gonna is gonna be in it again. You mm -hmm. know, like uh, Abominations back, and you know, it's probably we're gonna get a lot of the Hulk too. Probably, I would imagine. Yeah. So I mean, it's probably gonna be worth watching for sure. Yeah, they should have just done a Hulk show, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You have to have Which female superheroes, but. <laughs> So far, like, they've done a... The one thing the MCU has done poorly are the female superheroes. When you think about it. Well... Like, okay, I like Gamora, but she's not, like, um, she's not the main hero. Sure. I mean, she's a, it's a team. It's an ensemble movie, right? Right. It's not like she's the main star. Now, she's great. Yelena's good. Again, not a main star. She's not the star of any movie or show. She might be of Thunderbolts. Um, Maybe. Yeah. But still, that's another ensemble thing. That's another ensemble thing. I, I liked Black Widow. The, she the had Black one Widow. movie, and the best parts were not her. Uh, 
in I, Black Widow. I liked it. Uh, Captain Marvel. I didn't like it. No, yeah, you're right. no. And this She-Hulk looks bad. Ms. Marvel looks, ba- is, well, looks bad. I, I think She-Hulk just looks bad because I think we're weighing it on the CGI. I think the CGI just is too distracting. But if we could, if we could get away from. You know, thinking about how but terrible the scenes the CGI with her in the trailer look really bad, and it's not just the CGI with her. All the other stuff looks interesting, but her character does not. I don't know. It seems kind of campy. I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be a well, fun it is. movie. I don't know. A show, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a show. Excuse me. I'm gonna give. We'll it a try, but you, but you know, make you have to make your characters interesting. You know, like like Kill Bill, The Bride. That's one of the best action movies ever, and she's one of the best characters ever. She's a she's a sexy female lawyer trying to no Sarah know, Connors. Sarah Connors in Terminator One and Two. She's a badass. Yeah, yeah. They've they've really that's like the one thing they've done poorly is just the their female superheroes are boring and uninteresting. Captain yeah. Marvel is so fucking boring. I don't like Captain Marvel. Yeah. They should have never done Captain Marvel because she's Superman and Superman sucks because you can't hurt Superman. Right. And the only thing is like, well, the only reason why the like, world isn't saved is because she's never here. Again, Endgame's my favorite movie ever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's either that or The Dark Knight in terms of like, you know, we did our top five list. You know how much I love, fucking love Endgame. I watch it all the time. <laughs> but there is a stupid moment when Captain Marvel shows up at the end. She flies through Thanos' ship, right? right? She flies through mm-hmm. Thanos' ship. Then when she goes to fight Thanos, he kicks her ass. Like, what? Yeah. She's you can fly through a ship, but it's, Thanos is going to hurt you? She's protect. Well, she hurts him because he takes out the power stone, hits her with the power I stone. I get that, but I still. Know, it's, it's an extra, extra oomph. Extra oomph. She should have just put on the fucking gauntlet. And Tony Stark would still be alive. This is still affecting you, Andrew. It is. It's still affecting you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, uh, what's next? Oh, the uh, there's a new trailer for Andor. Mm. I mean, technically, it's a week old now. It came out the same day this podcast came out. So it was right after we record. But yeah, um, I really liked Rogue One. I've said it a bunch of times that Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people get upset about that statement. Maybe me. But I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I like the lightsaber stuff, but a lot of the other, you know, things about Star... I mean, look, let's be honest. The prequels sucked. The sequels sucked. Well, the prequels... There's more shitty Star Wars content than there is good Star Wars content. But... We have The Mandalorian, which... The Mandalorian is my favorite Star Wars, like, content, period. But that's a TV show, not a movie. Sure. Rogue One's my favorite movie. My favorite Star Wars stuff really is the games. And this is set in the Rogue One universe, so I mean, you might well, yeah, really, you might like it. It's the star. Well, it's the the second. Yeah, it's supposed to be 5 years before the mission. It's the second star of Rogue One or second in billing, I guess. Mm. Not the main star, but Yeah, this is about Andor. It's before Rogue One, obviously. Let's let's watch this new trailer. who like the main villain is of this because this is from the empire empire. but there's still gotta be i'm sure there is like you belong still to be a main bad guy they're so proud of themselves 
so fat and satisfied. <laughs> One of them, maybe. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Adler. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I need all the heroes I can get. For the greater good. Call it what you will. Let's call it. Oh, yeah. War. There's fermenting out there, son. Pockets of fermenting. Someone's beautifully shot. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. It looks good. very much like Rogue One. Yeah. Bandor. Three episode premiere. Ooh. September 21st. It's going to be a big premiere. That's all that the- old white guy is like a bad guy in every movie ever, so... Uh-oh. <laughs> They're teasing it? <laughs> uh, he looks like a good guy in I this I feel like one. he's going to turn. <laughs> he's always a bad guy. I can't remember what Forrest Whitaker played, but Forrest Whitaker was a good guy in Rogue yeah. One, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he's back. That's he's pretty back. cool. Well, like, well I he, it was the start of Forrest Whitaker, I guess. Or the start of that character. Because Rogue One was five years later. Well, I don't know if it's the start of Forrest Whitaker. That he's pretty old. Well, you know what I mean. It's the start of that character. Yeah. But apparently it's like a refugee story. And it kind of takes us through like his uh, uh, Andor's uh, childhood. Yeah. And, you know, leading up to all that stuff. So it seems really interesting. You know? It does. Um, yeah. September, kind of, we'll definitely watch. Kind of hype for it. But, I mean, three episodes, the first first day comes out. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have our hands full for sure. For sure. Uh, all right, moving on. Lady Gaga has unfortunately confirmed that she will be in the Joker sequel opposite Joaquin Phoenix. And they've also announced the release date of October 4th, 2024. Musical confirmed, right? Well, yeah, pretty much. All, all, all said and done. I mean, we have, it's, it, you know, a two-year wait, more than two years to wait for this film. So Look, that, hey, we could be wrong. It could, uh, you know, there's been a few, there's been times where a movie looks bad or even when you hear about it at first, because obviously we haven't seen, it hasn't even been filmed yet. Sure. You know, it sounds bad. Like when they announced Heath Ledger for, to play the Joker, in the dark night no everyone was bashing that shit because all he ever did was you know teen movies and shit right everything uh, and right uh, before that was was broke back mountain oh yeah that's um, right. 
you know, but uh, but before that, it was all like those teen, so shitty teen movies. I never liked anything. Don't he was you in. say shitty? Ten things I hate about you is like one of my favorite movies. Like I said, shitty, shitty, one. so good, some shitty movies. Singing on the quad. Yeah, things yeah. I think about you. It's good. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Lady Gaga acting. Maybe you know, she that might House get better Gucci, in two years. One day we're going to watch House of Gucci. <laughs> no. It's going to be a Patreon no, episode. It'll House be a Patreon Gucci. episode. What, what was it? It was uh, Father, Son, House of Father, Gucci. Father, Son, House of Gucci. <laughs> yeah. Jared Leto uh, did indeed win a Razzie, like I said he would. Just from watching the fucking trailer, I knew. Jesus. I was like, this thing's going to sweep the Razzie. You know, it, it, I feel bad for Jared Leto. It feels like all he does is play in shitty movies. <laughs> He does. I can't think of a good movie he's been. No, in. he's no, no. Well, maybe lately. Lately, but he I guess. used to. You know, he's been in a lot of good movies. Mm. Um, but no, he should never play the Joker. Anyways, uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito was a guest at the TJH Superhero Car Show and Comic Con in San Antonio, Texas, last week. That's a long name for this event. Yeah, Jesus. Um, but Can obviously. There's been rumors that he might be playing Professor X, mm-hmm. and fans were asking him questions, and he told the fans, I have not worked for Marvel yet. I've been in the room with them and talked to them. I'm going to go for something that's a little bit different. I'm going to go and put it out in the universe that I'd like to play Professor X. So he's leaning into it. The fans seem to want it. I'm down for it. Make it happen. At this point, they have to make it happen, right? Yeah, it seems like too many parties. You want can't the same just, thing. you know, if you you can't just replace Patrick Stewart with some other white guy, you know, yeah. it's got to be another legendary actor. Sure, and he has to look different than Patrick Stewart. <laughs> kind of like maybe it, have an evil face. Also, like Wolverine, you can't just have another six two white guy playing Wolverine. Shit, you should have Jesse play Wolverine. I don't know about that. <laughs> But no, make Wolverine but comic do. book accurate this time. Short and feisty. And make him a five foot tall, nothing, you know what I mean? Feisty that's, guy, yeah. Wolverine's five feet. Is you it, have to go cool? completely different with the Wolverine character. And and, and no, Giancarlo Esposito could definitely pay, play Professor X. Just because oh, he's played a bad sure. guy. You know, I could, I totally see him in that role, and I think he would be amazing in it. I mean, he's a fucking brilliant actor. Yeah, I couldn't, I could only imagine some like the monologues or some of the in, intense scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what he brings is his presence. He brings right. his presence. The to only the other role. actor other than him I could see is like Christoph Waltz playing Professor X. Uh, he can I think th- he has that charm, but but I think Esposito's a better choice. You know what? You get Christoph Waltz as Magneto, and you have Giancarlo Esposito as Professor X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, I just true. did it for you. Well, Marvel, I just solved it. That's your next 10 years. Waltz is, they'd have to give Waltz like some fucking uh, super high fucking heels because he's short and Magneto's supposed to be tall. But uh, it could work. Who can you imagine him playing Magneto as like an evil villain? Yeah. Oh, well, I can. It's a shame that the only. Superhero movie Christoph Waltz has been in is the Green Hornet. Oh, he's the villain. That was the one with Seth Rogen. Yeah, <laughs> never saw. I'm that. a superhero. <laughs> People were like, "No, we like you, Seth, but you're not a superhero." Stick to drugs. <laughs> yeah, stick to drugs and drugs and sex and dick jokes. <laughs> dick jokes. <laughs> 
Uh, also, Variety, Variety reported that the uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once directors, Daniel Kwan and Daniel uh, Scheinert, have signed an exclusive five-year deal with Universal Pictures. And obviously, I love that movie. It's right. my favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for these guys. However, this was like an exclusive Variety story. Oh, and they the pictures? they took pictures <laughs> like it, they look like mug shots and they did this on purpose as a joke. But look at it. <laughs> he just look. I don't know which one is which, but he just the guy on the left looks like he just got pulled over for DWI. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, you obviously the right's Quan, the left is Shine, Shiner. Oh, OK. But no. Right, when, yeah. So I first saw this story on Twitter and. It showed this this picture of them with the mug shots, uh-huh. and and all you could read was um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Directors, and I was like, "What did they <laughs> kill a hooker?" And she's like, "Oh no, their meth lab exploded." Yeah, like what happened? Like why were they arrested? What did they do? Because like you know you expect a DUI, but both of them were arrested. Like who did? Did they run over a, a, a kid? Like, what happened? They killed the same hooker. And then you click on it, you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Because also, that's clickbait. That's how you get people to click on shit. Very true. These guys are obviously very creative. And I want, I don't know what their next project is, but I want to, I'm They've interested They've also in done this before where they pose really stupid for other photo shoots. Oh, this Jesus. is another one. Look at this one. Oh, God. <laughs> So they've done this before. Uh, yeah, here's another one. It's like the that 80s, one's amazing. It's like the '80s family. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> these guys are awesome. I love their fucking movie. They are. And and I oh, look can't at that wait. one at the other at the right below on the oh other, my right god. There. <laughs> yeah. Bad boys. Oh god. <laughs> these guys are fucking great. Apparently, the, apparently, it says they passed on Deadpool two. Oh, that's terrible. Well, Deadpool 2 is still good. It's a good. Maybe they could do Deadpool 3. Or no, four. but uh, yeah. Oh, look at this one where it's the, the hot dog fingers. <laughs> Jesus. That's a little bit creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to post these later. But no, uh, I can't wait to see what they do next. For real. Same thing. And put out a steel book for everything, everywhere, all at once. I want to buy the Blu-ray, but it has to be a cool cover. I need a cool thing. Make a steel book. And Andrew, Please. Andrew wants like an extra like eight, nine minutes of that hot dog universe. Sure. Why not? I'll <laughs> take all the deleted scenes. Put out a steel book and I'll buy the fucking movie. Please. I can't justify buying it if it's just a regular fucking version. I just can't. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, John Leguizamo took to social media to voice his displeasure about James Franco being cast to play Fidel Castro in... Yeah. A small independent film called uh, Alina of Cuba. Okay. And Likuzama said, uh, how is this still going on? How is Hollywood excluding us but stealing our narratives as well? No more appropriation, Hollywood and streamers. Boycott. This is fucked up. I don't got a problem with Franco, but he ain't Latino. <laughs> I like how he doesn't have a problem with the allegations against James Franco. Right. <laughs> But uh, Alina of Cuba producer John Martinez O'Feelan responded in a statement provided to The Hollywood Reporter saying his comments are culturally uneducated and a blind attack with zero stu- uh, substance related to this project. Uh, the reality of the ignorance piece falls within his statement suggesting his personal view on being Latino. 
because a landmass or living area does not determine a person's blood history or genetics. I think she should move past himself and also acknowledge that this story is about a Latin female immigrant living in America led by a Latin woman, and I'm just an underdog who's making it. So he should also understand that it's kind of disappointing to see our work getting attacked by someone who claims to be a leader of the Latin community. I think what happened there was that was uh, he saw the headline. He was like, ah, fuck, you got a white guy to play, play Cuban. That's fucked up. Right. He didn't really and he didn't bother to do any research right. or anything. But he's I mean, Liguizamo has double and triple down since that statement. So he must have done his research by then because it was then pointed out that James Franco is part Portuguese. Um, But there's controversy between that. Some, a lot lot of people don't consider that to be Latino. I don't really, I'm not going to comment because I have really no idea. But however, other people have pointed out that John Leguizamo has played an Italian in summer of Sam. Oh, that you can comment on. Yes, and he's also played an Italian when he was Luigi in the Super oh, Mario Bros. movie. Shit, that's right. That's right. Oh, how do you feel about that, Andrew? I don't care. <laughs> I don't. Like, to me personally, that's why they call it acting. You're not playing yourself. Right. You it's- know, should, like, should serial killers... Play serial killers in movies? Probably not a good idea. Well, I don't know if they should play their, their selves, but I think they should have a say in the booking on who stars. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, yeah. like, I thought, I think the weirder thing about the story is, like, the, uh, James Franco got the blessing of Castro's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, the movie's weird. about her. <laughs> oh, is it? James Franco's not the star of the movie. It's mostly about his illegitimate daughter. Uh... It was an affair. It's about her being, like, the daughter of Castro. Okay. Um, yeah. Also, the reason why Franco was cast was because this is a small independent film and they need all the star power they can get. Right. That's why he was cast. Franco's probably, I doubt they he's making cast, millions of dollars. They would have cast Channing Tatum to play Fidel Castro if that was their best option, <laughs> even though he would not play it well. But that's my point. Right. As a small independent film, I'm sure that's why he was like, help, you know, like you John Leguizamo being cast as Fidel Castro wouldn't that would not get any attention. Sure. Yeah. No offense. I like John Leguizamo as an actor. So what do you think Seth Rogen's going to play in this? <laughs> <laughs> no, Seth Rogen said like last year that he will never work with Franco again. What? Well, he had to. Did I, I miss It was that. a political. St- I mean, you know, it was political. Oh, because, yeah. In light of all the allegations. That's right. Oh, they were a great team. It's a shame, yeah. So that's. So- I, I wish there was some way that. I, I wish these Franco allegations, you know, weren't true. Uh, you know, obviously, when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, obviously, with the Ezra Miller stuff. Uh, well, yeah. So, was the, the, the dictator, was that their last team up? The interview. The interview. There we go. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the disaster artist. Oh. Yeah. Still haven't seen that. You should. Okay. But you need to see The Room first. <laughs> oh, and the, the disaster artist, the movie about that. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. it's about okay. how it got made. Yeah. But yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, next up, uh, Quentin Tarantino was recently on a guest, was recently a guest on the Real Blend podcast and revealed his opinion on the greatest movie of all time. And this is big news because it's Quentin Tarantino. It's a Wonderful Life. No. Did he confirm it? Tarantino said, I think Jaws is the greatest movie ever made. 
Maybe not the greatest film, but it's the greatest movie ever made. There's no better than Jaws, and it shows how badly timed most movies made before Jaws were. Interesting. Well, when we saw um, Bullet Train today, they actually had a trailer for Jaws, too. They did. It's coming back to theaters. as In 3D, though, I think it was, which sounds even more terrifying. Mm, no, did it say 3D? I think it did. I think it's coming back as a 3D movie. I, I don't know why else it would uh, come back. I don't know about that. Did they add an extra eight minutes of film? I don't know how it would be 3D. The shark's barely in the movie, and that's the know. point. And one scene is 3D. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think that's what it was, but... Silly. Did did he? I wonder why his his thinking behind that was Jaws was a great movie. Jaws well, is fine. I mean, a lot of people love it's like Jaws. fine, but I, I don't know if I can. Tarantino. Any. Well, yeah, you're you're not a horror fan. That's Tarantino true. loves horror. Uh, I thought he loved western, but he said, well, he loves them too. But he said greatest movie, not film. I think Fair. he meant. I think he meant like going to the movies. Uh, okay, yeah, and and having experience. You know. Okay, that makes more. That makes a little bit more. I'm sure, sense. he really thinks Inglorious Bastards the best film ever made. <laughs> and he might like be right. You said like you said before. I think this just might be my masterpiece. What a fucking great line! Oh, don't get me started. Uh, all right, what else do you have? Uh, so the only other thing that I had, I thought it was kind of interesting and it's more of like a Texas story, but, um, this is what Bloomberg had. Apparently Netflix, Disney, and Hulu are being sued by a bunch of different counties in Texas, including (laughs) Dallas County and Harris County. Yeah. Apparently they are not paying their transmission rights to use, um, whenever they're feeding their stuff through the, uh, through the wires and stuff like that. The content fees. Uh, so despite the transmitting their video programming through the wireline facilities located in at least part of the public right away, defendants have ignored their statutory obligation to attain a state-issued certification of franchise authority and paid the required franchise fees. So Texas is looking to get a little bit of money from a couple streaming providers. And apparently this is something that they've been doing. Um, they've been bilking, I guess... Um, not bilking, but they haven't been paying um, because it, this isn't the only suit. There's more than a dozen suits filed by cities around the country, and uh, including a class action stu- suit by Missouri. Um, so they've started a class action suit against them. So I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, you know they're 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 putting all this stuff out, but they're not paying like uh, cable providers have to pay for the right to stream their stuff here. Right. So that was a little bit interesting. Yeah, there's also um there's a I know that's that's not just Netflix, but I saw a Netflix thing where um oh, here it is. Netflix must pay 42 million dollars in writers residuals. The writers the Writers Guild of America um they sued Netflix over Bird Box and they have arbitration. They recently secured 42 million in unpaid writer residuals. That's just Netflix though. Well, just speaking about how how these streaming companies, I guess, are kind of just giant gaping assholes. Um, I was see, I saw a story. What? I wish I had it, but no, like you know, they owe that. But I saw a VXF company was talking about just Sea Hulk and stuff like that, and just how how screwed up it is, and how like you know, Marvel will blacklist you if you don't do things exactly what they want, uh-huh. if you don't hit the timeline, if you complain, all this stuff. It's it just seems like you know people are getting kind of the shaft. You got these big companies that are taking out the little guys. Well, that's usually what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Uh, is that it? 
That's all I got. All right, well, let's do our top five favorite cartoons ever. Did you limit it to five? I did. Oh, Jesus. What's restraint by Andrew? Okay. What? What restraints? You oh, always okay. go, you always go like 10, 15, well, 20. Uh, you know, I don't watch many cartoons. I watched certainly a lot more when I was a kid. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I guess I watch more cartoons. I limited it. I chose a, f- a few that I watched as a kid. And mm. obviously the, you know, the few that I watch now as an adult. So go ahead and go first. Well, before I start on my top five, I just oh, want to boy. say just a couple things that didn't make my list, but I think are worthy of, of saying. Uh, King of the Hill didn't make my list. Yeah. Invincible didn't make my list. If there was more seasons of it, it probably would That's have. That's true. Invincible. Invincible had good. an amazing first season. But yeah. That was pretty much it. And Rick and Morty also Even the boys didn't make my list. Diabolical was good. Same. Yeah. Um, so my top five, uh, number five is Batman, the animated series from the nineties, from the nineties. This was like my first entry into like, you know, superhero world. And right. I just thought it was so cool. Um, Futurama's number four. So many episodes of Futurama. I watch it on, you know, binge probably once every other year or something like okay. that. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. I love Dragon Ball Z. I probably wa- go binging through it once a year. Yeah. And Archer, the same thing. I just love Archer. Archer's Hilarious. Good. Hilarious. Yeah, for sure. Um, and my number one is South Park. South Park. I think it's going to be a lot of people's number ones. South Park is just so, so classic. Kenny, Kyle, Cartman, Stan, can't get better than that. Yeah. You just can't. Who's your favorite South Park character? I mean, you can't get better than I mean, Cartman. He's an asshole, but he's hilarious. Cartman. All right. Even though he's the most top next week, character. top five favorite South Park character. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> For me, it's obvi- Cartman, Butters, and um, and uh, Randy. Mr. Slave. Oh, Randy. No, Randy. Uh, and then Jimmy, I guess, would be number four. But those are my top three. Butters is Butters is so innocent. That's what's so great about Butters is how innocent he is. Cartman's just like yeah. the devil, and Randy's just a fucking idiot, you know, a dumbass. A fucking high dumbass. Well, he wasn't, now, Rand- always, Randy, he wasn't always like that. Randy might have been higher if they didn't ruin him with the weed shit the past, like, five years. They completely um. ruined my character. <laughs> uh, maybe we should do top five South Park episodes. Oh, God. That's a bracket. That's, That's a another bracket. day. That's okay. a bracket. That's another, another day. day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. My number, f- my number five is probably my first ever like favorite cartoon. Uh, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, from the eighties. Sure. Teenage. How long? Was, how long was that run? Couldn't have been that long. You know, it ended up. It spawned a couple movies. Uh, there's so many different versions of it. There's versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles now. There is. 1987. I think that was... 296. Oh, shit. There was that many? That's the original one. Does that say 11 seasons? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I love that shit. Get after it. Uh, Number four, we have 90s Spider-Man. Okay. That's what really got me into Spider-Man as a kid. I love that show. It's not perfect, but the Venom... The two Venom episodes... I mean, well, the first one where Spider-Man gets the symbiote... And then Venom, you know, Eddie Brock gets it. I, I love those two episodes. Hmm. Uh, number three, Beavis and Butthead. Really? Loved those as a kid. Okay. And then even when it came back, like, ten years ago, it came back for, like, a season or two. 
I watched it and I enjoyed it. I don't um, think I've ever seen an episode. <clears throat> yeah. Number you should watch. Number two, South Park. Obviously. Oh, well, and then number one is The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, that's no surprise. Uh, to now, anybody. what I want to know is how close are South Park and The Simpsons? Extremely. Like one A, one B type of thing? Pretty much. Okay. Well, yeah. I think that's fair. Right. Okay. I mean, I still want to do a bracket one one day on this show, best Simpsons episode. I'd also like to do it for South Park. Yeah, for me, I'll just flip the coin every time. That'll help. Well, that's not good. That's not okay. <laughs> All right, that's a more of a joke. All right, let's check what the fans have to say. Hopefully, a lot of South Park. I feel like a lot of these are. Uh, there's a lot of similarities. A lot of similarities. Yeah. All right. This is from uh, Johnny Horneyitis. Oh Lord. One of my favorite new uh, patron names. Uh, top five cartoons, no order. Futurama, Transformers, okay. the original series. All right. The Simpsons, Batman, the mm-hmm. animated series, and King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. So there you classic. go. And coming back eventually. Uh, Mitch Tar, American Dad, Futurama, South Park, Family Guy, and The Simpsons. I really do like Family Guy as well. Do I just you? didn't watch as many episodes. Family Guy and American Dad are pretty much the same thing, right? Ah, I couldn't really get an American dad. Okay. Andy Piccone, King of the Hill, Charlie Brown holiday specials. Ah, that's a good one. Uh, Recess. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember that from like my early teens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then South Park and then The Simpsons number one. So his top two are like mine. Oh, shit. Then you got like Rugrats, but Rugrats is way too young. But like, you know. Uh, Chris Dibburn, Beavis and Butthead, The Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park. And his number one is Rick and Morty. Yeah. Are you happy about season six coming back pretty soon, buddy? Yeah. Carlos Ramirez, Family Guy, Simpsons, Batman, the animated series, Harley Quinn. I've been watching some of that. It's really good. It's really good? It's good. All right. Maybe I should watch. HBO Max? HBO Max. It's not canceled yet? (laughs) It will be. (laughs) And then his last one is SpongeBob. You know what? That's a female lead that actually gets it right. It's Kelly Coco from, um, uh, from The Nerds. What was it? Um, the Nerds. Yeah, the the Nerds show. Oh, she's Harley Quinn. She's Harley Quinn, but she makes it. She makes it sound good. Okay, it's good. Uh, Amir, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the nineties, mm-hmm. Family Guy, Spider Man from the nineties, Batman from the nineties, and Rick and Morty is number one. Yeah, okay. Uh, Louis Vasquez, uh, The Boondocks. That's another one I've seen. I saw one. I really need to watch it because my friends love it. I, think I, I saw one two. clip where this guy pretends to be a pedophile so that when Chris Hansen walks in the room, he's like, no, I, I'm not looking for a boy. I came here for you, Chris Hansen. Wait, this is, this is the boondocks? <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord Jesus. It's hilarious. I must be thinking of a totally different I need show. to show you that scene. I'm pretty sure that's the boondocks. Pull it up um, on the Jumbotron. Number four, Futurama. Rick and Morty, King of the Hill, and the number one South Park. Mm. Uh, Bill Capri, Danny Phantom. I don't know what that is. Danny Phantom. No. Uh, number four, Spider-Man from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben 10. I don't know Ben 10. Uh, I know Ben 10, yeah. Uh, okay. The Batman from 2004. This is Danny Phantom. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, you know, I know. Yeah, that looks familiar. Uh, the Batman from 2004, and then his number one's The Boondocks. I'm sure you remember Ben 10. No, no. Does it ring a bell? That does not ring a bell. Yeah, he has a he has a ring. He's kind of like a green green lantern. And he okay. can turn into a superhero. 
Uh, Joey Cage, uh, 90s Spider-Man, Family Guy, SpongeBob, Harley Quinn, Rick and Morty. SpongeBob, okay. It's a lot of similarities. Tone EC, Batman, Chuck Jones, Looney Tunes. I don't know, Chuck, the difference between Chuck Jones, Looney Tunes. Uh, Gargoyles, Arcane, and Rick and Morty. Okay. Uh, Alan Kimmett, BoJack Horseman. Mm. Celebrity Deathmatch. Ah, uh, that's old school. I love Celebrity Deathmatch. That was I fun. loved it. That's That'd be my top ten. Stone Cold, Stone Cold yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be my top ten. Another one that would be my top ten is X Men from the nineties. That was back when like MTV was in its prime. Yeah. It slowly went down. Then he's got Pokemon and The Simpsons number one. Pokemon, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but X Men from the nineties would be on my top ten as well. Can't wait for X Men ninety seven. That's right. Yep, yep. Uh, Pace. Pace Pot, Pete, X Men, Batman, South Park, Invincible, Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omar, X Men, minus the N where it got weird, he said. Uh, <laughs> Batman animated series, Spider Man, Spider Man! He Spider-Man. said, say it in Willem Dafoe voice. That's funny. <laughs> Animaniacs. That would, I also loved those as a kid. Oh, yeah. You know what I also loved was Doug. I liked Doug, Doug was a lot good. On, yeah. on, a lot on Nickelodeon. Uh, Looney Tunes, the original ones. Uh, foster home for imaginary friends. I don't know what that is. And then Johnny Bravo in South Park. What was Doug's love and interest? He named eight. Patty. Patty. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, Rampager. The Simpsons. King of the Hill. Border Town. Don't know what Border Town is. Border Town. Beavis and Butthead and South Park. And then he said, ask my wife. She said, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I remember Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Border Town? Border Town show. Huh? No, it I don't looks know. kind of funny. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, McMahon, Helmsley, Regime, Rick and Morty, Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, right. Yeah, Rocco. Big Mouth, which is on Netflix. Mm. South Park, number one's The Simpsons. D. Barry, uh, Freakazoid. Okay. I remember yeah. Freakazoid. Mm-hmm. Freakazoid. Tom and Jerry, Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Young Justice, and then Batman. The Enemy. You know what I'm surprised I haven't heard of? I haven't heard is Batman Beyond. That's what I was just about to say. Batman Beyond. That actually was really good. You know what? If that, yeah. that, may, that would be in my top seven. Top seven. Top wow. Seven. Probably right, right after Batman the Animated Series, to be honest. Kyle Wheeler, uh, Goof Troop. I like. I watched Goof Troop. <laughs> Goof Troop. That's good. Gargoyles. Ren and Stimpy's another one I did love. Ren I loved Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clerks. Clerks only had one season, but it was funny. Clerks was a cartoon? Well, not at first. Oh. They had like one season. It was great. I, meant, I think I mentioned on, this, on, on the podcast before... The second episode of the cartoon was a flashback episode. Was a um, <clears throat> what do you call it? Flash Not forward. A flashback. Well, like the second episode. No, no, no. The second episode was a flashback episode where like the the entire episode was just them reminiscing about the first episode. You know how they do that in shows. What? You know, like so, like you know, like have you watched Friends? No. Never watched Friends. Never watched. Like Friends. those old sit those sitcoms from like the nineties. Or even before that, like they'll have an episode where it's like, oh, we got to put one out, one out quick, and we don't have a budget, so they'll just be like, hey, remember when we did that? And then it just shows an older episode. Wow, oh, okay. That's what they. Oh, it's a clip show. That's what I. Clip that's what I was show. looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they did a clip show for their second episode, <laughs> and all they just kept doing was going back to the first episode because that was the only that's other. Pretty ep- funny. And, and that was the whole joke. I, I I thought it was brilliant. That's good. 
Okay. Uh, and then he has Batman as well, Kyle, mm-hmm. Kyler, uh, Kyle Wheeler. Joseph Fuller, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Boondocks, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Is that the one with the meatball and the, and the giant drink? Yeah. Okay. I never saw that. Yeah, Aqu- Aqua Team Hunger Force was great. I loved it. Uh, South Park, and then Rick and Morty's number one. Okay. Uh, Peter Goik, uh, Looney Tunes, Doug, Animaniacs, Rocco's Modern Life, and mm-hmm. The Simpsons is number one. Right. Mills, uh, Gargoyles, X-Men 90s, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Rick and Morty, and Batman, the animated series. Have we had any recesses yet? Recess was like really Yeah, I good mentioned recess then. earlier. Okay, yeah. We had one. Recess was good. Uh, pop culture junkie, first 10 seasons of The Simpsons. <laughs> That's what I you mean, say yeah, all that the makes time. sense. Uh, Rick and Morty, Ninja Turtles, King of the Hill, South Park number one. Did he copy your list? Almost. No, no, I didn't have King of the Hill. I, I didn't have Rick and Morty, King of the Hill. No. It, it sounded similar. Uh, KJ, X Men 90s, Scooby Doo, South know. Park, Spider Man 90s, Batman 90s. And he says, as you can tell, I'm a massive 90s mark. Well, that's when he grew up. I think that's the first Scooby Doo I've heard. That's good. I liked Scooby-Doo as a kid. Haven't heard any Flintstones? No Jetsons? I liked Flintstones as a kid. Flintstones? I also like Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Ramos, uh, Evangelion, anime. Uh, the Life and... I, I wonder which version he watched, because the American version, Joe voiced a character. Re- like really? the American dub, yeah. Huh, okay. uh, the Life and Times of Tim. Rocco's Modern Life, Sailor Moon... And Ninja Turtles is number one. Say, I'll be honest. Sailor Moon? Eh, I kind of like Sailor Moon. I, I did watch a lot of episodes. I think that's my girlfriend's like favorite thing. Sailor really? Moon. Which one's know? her favorite? I was a Sailor Mercury. I don't Mark. know. I don't know Sailor Moon. I don't know much about it. I guess I'm going to learn soon. You had Sailor Moon, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Jupiter, Sailor... Are those different shows? No, they're all different sailors. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I was a mark. I was a mark for the green one. I think that was Sailor Jupiter, actually. Uh, Steven with a V, uh, The Simpsons, What If. Oh, right. If it had more seasons, I yeah, think well, that'd be it, mine. Yeah, it wouldn't be top five for me, though. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, X-Men, Captain Planet. First Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Yeah, that's old school. The power is yours. Uh, don't do that. Uh, uh, the Rizzler. <laughs> no, just don't extend my hand. Tom and Jerry. Bugs Bunny. Well, those are the same show. Tom and Jerry. They're both Looney Tunes, right? Uh, but different versions. Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry are different. I like the Tom and Jerry. I liked Wiley. I liked Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. That was my favorite Looney Tune. Never could get uh, that fucking coyote. Never could get that Roadrunner. I know, and I was always rooting for the coyote. Yeah, just once, right? Just once. Uh, So yeah, he's got Tom and Jerry, Bugs Bunny, Flintstones, The Simpsons, and his number one is Family Guy. Let's see if anyone else said since uh, I looked at this list. I do like that a lot of our fans, they're in the same type of general area that we are. So that kind of shows that we're all Very in the similar. same type of wavelength. You know, Pretty I, much. I didn't get Ev- Evangelion. Was that one Evangelion. One? Evangelion. Nope. I can't do it. Don't even try. I, I didn't get that one anime, but for the most of them I'd heard of. Most of them I'd heard of and seen. You know. Right. So there you go. What should we do next week? Uh, should we jump back into movie stuff? Should we do Should we do TV shows? Should we do... Uh, we still haven't done sports movies. I think sports movies is interesting. Um, what are you thinking? I don't know. 
Hmm. Let us know. Put in the comments. Yeah. Right? Fan choice this week. Fan choice. The one that gets the most suggestions will do. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Let's move on to season six, episode 11 of Better Call Saul. Jesus. Which is basically Breaking Bad. I mean, it was Breaking Bad. Well, now it is. I mean, the intro, we have Saul in the back of the RV. We know what RV that is. As soon as I saw the RV, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a pretty good episode. They showed the the covered up bullet holes in Mm. case you didn't already figure it out. I just loved like the slow camera work. Like, hey, guys, idiots. This is the van. Right. (laughs) The first scene cuts away with Saul yelling, it was Ignacio. Great. So many so many callbacks. Uh, later in the episode, Saul walks into the RV along with Jesse Pinkman and Walter White. You know what you know what kind of stunned me just about this was just like how smooth Walt and Jesse seemed. Like they picked right back up. Right. And it's been it's been what, five, six, seven years? It's no. been longer? Yes. It's okay, even longer. It's amazing how easily they picked up those roles. Didn't Breaking Bad end in 2014? What it was it? Yeah. Almost 10 years ago? That's crazy. So 8 years. Which is like to re- relive those characters and they weren't living Oh, I'm sorry. 2013. So 10 years, uh, 9 years. 9 years. So yeah, so I mean like they just pick right back up like, you know, um Saul and and Gus and Mike, they've been living in this universe for yeah. a while. But Walt and Jesse, it's just like... Well, they did El Camino. Okay, fair enough. It's been a little bit decently. But when Aaron Paul first walked in, I was like, that's not Jesse. I I didn't notice it as much as you did. I think my my inner fan nerd took over. I mean, I I recognized his voice, but I think the problem is Aaron Paul was in his 20s when Breaking Bad started. Now he's in his 40s. Well, I think that's also why I was a little bit low light in there, too. Walt pretty much. Yeah, that's true. Walt pretty much looked the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it, just to see them arguing again. It's just you like. You know, because that's always what old, they do. Old times. Right. <laughs> and then Jesse asks Saul about Lalu since he screamed his name. But Saul was like, ah, he's nobody. That was kind of But funny. it was a brief scene. Like, I don't know what meaning this is going to have on the show. I just think it was for nostalgia purposes, to be honest. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. I will say it didn't pop the number that I think uh, they were hoping for. This was, what was the number? This was, I think, the highest rated, ep- or the highest number episode this year, but it didn't pop a two. It was 1.34. Really? And I think the, uh, the first episode this year was like a 1.32. Okay. So not the greatest, but, you know, it did pop. Yeah. Uh, so later, Mike tells Saul that Walter's a chemistry teacher, chemistry teacher with cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, go back and watch the Breaking Bad scene where Saul goes to the high school to talk to Walter. And Saul says, my P.I. charged me for three hours. So I seriously doubt it took him more than one. And now we know right. that P.I. was Mike. Right. All along. And Mike warns Saul to uh, not go into business with Walter. But obviously... Saul doesn't listen. But we even got a, a, a Mike scene. We were kind of speculating if we'd see Mike again. Right. It kind of makes me think we might see Gus again. 
Uh, maybe in a flashback, yeah. Maybe. Or Mike talking to Gus. Possibly. Hmm. Also, uh, so that was all the Breaking Bad yeah, that's stuff. Pretty much. Pretty much about it. The rest is all the you know we're back to we're back to uh, what's his name Gene. Yeah, current we're back to timeline. The black, black and white. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Francesca is a or Francesca is a yeah Francesca. Francesca. She's an apartment uh, manager now. Those those two assholes played assholes perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> one of the other lawyers has become the new Saul Goodman of Albuquerque. It was uh, it was the the DA that Jimmy had to interact with all the yeah. time. Yeah, when he was trying to get them to drop cases and stuff right. like that. Now he's working for the bad guys. And uh, Francesca still has Jimmy by the balls. She's like, first things first, and he's like, I thought we agreed after. And she's like, I'm hanging up. He's like, No, okay, fine, oh, fine, fine. <laughs> He gave her $30,000. That was such an elaborate thing, too. Like, go to the rock that looks like, uh, what was it, Florida or something like that? And no. And pick up a fishing was, line? Uh, no, it was a, a rectangle state, I think. It was like New, Pennsylvania, I think you said. Something crazy like that. But then yeah. pull, pick up a Coke can and the and the tab and pull the fishing line. Well, it's 30 grand. So, so many steps, though. That's a lot of money, though, for... Phone we'll start call. digging around in the dirt near. <laughs> so Francesca tells Jimmy that she's still being followed. Her her mail is being checked and her phone clicks when she uses it. Mm-hmm. And she does say Skylar White got her deal. Mm-hmm. So all that's left is Saul and Jesse. And now I just want to know what the deal was. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe she turned over the money. Well, I'm sure she did. I, I can't think of much else because... Along with telling them all that she knew. Yeah. I don't really think of anything else. But I will say, I think this ends my hope that uh, hashtag Walter's alive. Oh, yeah, you think? I think so. (laughs) Uh, She also tells him that all the nail salons and the laser tag were seized. And they even found $850,000 in an account that was under Francesca's name. Uh And he was very upset about that. And then he's like, well, how's, how's, you know, uh, Kubi? How's Huel? Uh, or Cubby, right? Is it Kubi? Kubi. Kubi. That's Bill Burr. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's like, how's Huel? And, you know, I think she said Huel went back to Louisiana, Louisiana, right? Yeah. And uh, Francesca told Jimmy that Kim called her after everything went down and even asked about him. So Jimmy was surprised. Mm. So then he calls a sprinkler company in Florida looking for Kim. And we don't. This is where, like, they take the camera away. Right. And we just, we're just watching Jimmy in the phone booth. Mm -hmm. And he's yelling. And then, like, he hangs up. He's very angry. So was he talking to Kim? Well. Were they telling them? Were they, was someone else telling Jimmy, like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to you? Right. Or she doesn't work here anymore and we don't know what happened to her. That type of stuff. But, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, he kind of went from this to... Wanting to make money like immediately afterwards. Yeah, he was pissed. So I mean, that's, this is that's how he uh, that's how he vents. You know, some of us do drugs, some of us eat food, and Jimmy just wants to get over on people. Jimmy robs people <laughs> to vent. So Jimmy goes back to Jeff's house, and I feel bad for Carol Burnett because Jimmy's just using her. Right. Uh, he like like he was talking to her, and then when Jeff showed up, he just walked away from her, and she was just sitting there all sad. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay. So I guess I'll look at uh, these funny cat videos by myself. Yeah, that's right. 
so Jimmy plays some rich guy at a bar and even has a contraception uh, contraption in his jacket that sucks the alcohol out of his glass. That was so creative. And then Jeff drives the rich guy home in his cab, but not before giving him a bottle of water laced with a sleeping agent. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff puts a piece of duct tape on the front door so that it won't lock. What was Jeff's friend's name? I can't remember. They only said it like once. Jeff's friend with a dog, whatever yeah. his name was. So Jeff's friend goes in. He takes pictures of this guy's credit cards, IDs, bank statements, etc. And this was a success. Yeah. So Jimmy keeps doing it with other rich guys. And he even starts buying the things he had when he was Saul Goodman, mm-hmm. as well as sleeping with escorts. He starts rebuilding that persona again. Yeah. Which kind of made me think, I was like, maybe in the phone booth, maybe it was Kim saying, I don't want to see you again. Well, or sure. don't call me. Right. So, I mean, that, that's where my my mind started going. Maybe. I'd like to think that he hasn't talked to her yet. I've spoken so. to her yet. Yeah. Uh, so then Jimmy realizes uh, that this new guy he's scamming has cancer. Mm-hmm. And he's he feels bad about it, but he goes he goes through with it anyway. Uh, Jeff's friend, however, doesn't go through with it. So Jimmy fires him and Jimmy says, you don't think a guy with cancer could be an asshole? Mm -hmm. Believe me, I know from experience. (laughs) Right. He kind of takes him through that whole little rabbit hole. I work with a guy that had cancer. So the end of this this episode, Jimmy breaks into the guy's house and and they also show like one after the other, like he walks into the high school to go meet with Walter and right. he breaks into this guy's house who also has cancer. So there's a connection there. Right. But I don't know what it is yet. Yes, they both have cancer. That's obvious. But what's what else? Like, why are they showing this and then that? Well, the other thing, too, that we that you kind of missed was uh, so when J- uh, J- Jimmy or uh, Gene, Gene fires his the friend, you saw the, the, the mom, Carol yeah, Burnett, kind of sees. looking through and, you know. So I wonder if maybe she's calling the cops or yeah, or maybe something happens there. But it looks like she's starting to kind of figure out kind of what's going on maybe a little bit. Well, the, or at least she's getting curious. The preview for the next episode just shows cops getting out of their cop cars right. and then walking towards that house probably. Well, it makes you think that are they walking towards the house that Jimmy or Gene just broke into? Or is it or you Jeff's know, house or Jeff's house or something else entirely or something else entirely? But there's two episodes left. There's two episodes left. We still How have to is have... this going to end? I, I have no clue. And we still get a Walter scene and we still get an Aaron Paul scene. Yeah. Walter and Jesse solo scene. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's still a lot to wrap up. <laughs> I you wish know? now they wouldn't have spoiled it because obviously it didn't do what they wanted it to do. Right. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested. You know, I don't know. I don't know how this ends. Wow. I have no clue what's gonna happen. I feel like even with Breaking Bad, you had some idea. Although Breaking Bad did a shit ton in their final two episodes. Right. A shit ton. Walter came all the way back from up yeah. north. <laughs> you know, you start to build his mini Uzi. You know, and yeah, that was all in one episode. That was all in one episode? Yeah, the second to last episode ends with him, like, leaving the glass at the bar. Oh, the last episode is his trip back to back to yeah, New Mexico. Yeah, it's just him getting back. Right, yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, so they do have uh, titles for the last two episodes. Do you have that? No. Let me see if I can grab that real quick. All right, let's see who could do this fast. Oh, Lord, I'm going to get it. Uh, <laughs> what, but the one of the episodes is called Waterworks. Okay. So I think that's kind of well, interesting. Well, she works for a sprinkler company, right? Ah, that's right. Uh, Waterworks, and then the last episode is Saul Gone. Saul Gone. <laughs> all it's gone. all gone. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds horrible. It does. Saul commits suicide. No way. <laughs> no way, Saul too. Saul gone. Yeah. Saul gone. Kind of, I like what you're thinking, though. Waterworks. Maybe we get a, I don't know about a Kim cameo, but maybe we get a little bit more What's backstory. The, oh, this is the description. It's the most vague descriptions of any show ever. The stakes <laughs> are raised when a discovery is made. What kind of horseshit is that? That's all their... Uh, is there a synopsis for the... No, there's not a synopsis well, for the Well, I, I just one. remember the synopsis for Nippy, and the synopsis for Nippy was, a new player enters the game. What yeah. the fuck does that mean? A lost dog leads to a new friend. A new player gets in the game. <laughs> yeah. They they are the kings and queens of, like, just random, you know, just a little tiny tease. Right. Little tiny tease. Yeah. So, interesting. A waterworks and then saw gone. This whole universe wraps up in two weeks. I know. It's crazy. I know. I'm nervous. I'm uh, nervous. I don't know. I think it's I think it's gonna be good. You know, they they haven't disappointed us. They haven't. You know, I I got faith. And the last two episodes are writ are directed by the guys that started it and written. Yeah. Vince Gillian and Peter Gould. So I mean this is gonna end the way they want it to end for sure. Well, of course. Yeah. So I mean you yeah, know, I th- I've got hopes. Hi, hopes. And he's going to be like, hey, I have another Breaking Bad show. And they're like, that's okay. These, this didn't really pull the ratings we wanted. So that's fine. I don't know. That was fine, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it was, it was for us, the one million. Uh, unless you want to do Walter White Still Alive, which I think this asshole, this Josh Reese guy started on Twitter. Hashtag Walter's Alive. I've yeah. started it. Yeah. It's not getting very many retweets, though. So. No. You kind of mess up the hashtags, but I that's did, all right. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk Bullet Train. I love going into a movie blind. Obviously, we saw the trailers. I still didn't know what it was. But the trailers just showed a bunch of people fighting on a bullet train. That's it. You don't, I didn't really know anything about the story at all. Right. Uh, so I like that. I knew nothing about it. And it was pretty interesting. And a little bit through the movie, I was just like, I don't know if I like really dislike it or kind of love it. And the more that I watched it, I was like, this is a really no, fucking I, entertaining I it. movie. I liked it from the beginning. There were so many twists. I mean, every time you thought uh, like something was wrapped up, there was another layer that yeah. was added to it. Another surprise. There was so many surprises. It was so fun. I really liked it. Yeah. So this director, he did Hobbs and Shaw, okay. which, all right, that was a stupid movie. Uh, he did Deadpool 2. I, I like Deadpool 2. I can see that now. <laughs> a lot of great action movies. Atomic Blonde. I never saw Atomic Blonde. Mm. And then uncredited director for John Wick. So I guess he probably directed like one scene or something. Okay. <clears throat> um, but yeah, he was also, I think, yeah, he's a, he was a stunt coordinator for a shit ton of, of movies. But now that you know that it's de- the director for Deadpool 2, don't you kind of feel like, yeah, 
I can see that. Of course. Yeah. I like this was I mean it's funny and the action's good. This felt like Deadpool 2 a little bit except for like, you know, Deadpool winking at the camera. Well, Brad you know? Pitt is 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 kind of Deadpool in this movie. Essentially. You yeah. know. Brad Pitt's great. A more tranquilo Deadpool. Yeah, Brad Pitt's great. You know, uh, great like, you know, he's talking he's he's talking to a therapist apparently. You know, to be honest, like I thought it was like a a voice in his head for for a while. The person talking back to him? Yeah, I, you know, no one ever really no, seemed to not, notice. It's not the that type of movie. I mean, I know, but that's a, what I kind of. Thought. I never, I never, I thought it was someone else. I didn't realize that it was Sandra Bullock. Neither did that's I. obviously the big reveal yeah. at the end. This movie had a shit ton of star power. Three big surprises. One of them is Sandra Bullock. Uh, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the um, other surprise was in it for half a second. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. That was great, but. Uh, Lemon and Tangerine, they were awesome. They're they're very Tarantino-ish. Like they're basically John Travolta and Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Did, That's what they reminded me of. That too. Did you ever watch Rat Race? Yes. The two brothers in Rat Race. That's what they kind of reminded me of too. Right, but okay. but really, they're 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 Tarantino and or Tarantino. I got you, John Travolta, Travolta and Jackson for sure. A darker version. Well, I guess probably no. about the same version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sure that's what they were going for. But they're funny. I love. I love Tangerine. Oh, uh, Lemon was probably my favorite character. Lemon was good. I mean his his, his whole Thomas the, the Tank Engine analogies. So funny. Where he's like, I've I you know that's how I read people with Thomas the Tank Engine and you're a diesel <laughs> and you're a Percy and you know all that. And then at the end. Tangerine. Well, it was a you're, Thomas. Getting, you're getting ahead of yourself, but well, yeah. I mean, just you know, just saying. Tangerine was a Thomas. Was uh, Thomas. The Bad Bunny reveal was great. Obviously, we knew it was going to be in the movie, but I like how Brad Pitt. He just he keeps trying to get off the train every single fucking time. He just can't get off the train. <laughs> and then, like, I think it was the second time he was going to get off. Maybe the first time. I think it was the first time. Like the train stops and then it just Bad Bunny's right there. He's like, oh, you know, this is kind of an easy job. And then Bad Bunny comes in. He's like, yeah. I don't even know you, bro. Yeah. And Bad Bunny just comes. You know what? Bad Bunny, not not bad. I thought he played fine. Yeah, of course. He just that's not the same as wrestling in front of a crowd. That's totally different. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if this is a hint of like how he could be when he's playing. Um, I mean, he didn't talk much. He didn't talk much, but he was good doing the acting and doing yeah, some of the fine. some of the athletic moves and stuff like that. Well, he didn't do that. Those yeah. are those are stunt people. I'm sure he did some of them. No, the cool shit you actually see is stunt people. You think so? Of course. Hmm. That's why they get paid. But no, that fights. All the fight scenes were great. First of all, yeah. the action was awesome. Their fight scene was great. All that character building just for him to die that fast—that was hilarious. <laughs> Andrew was so annoyed. No, I wasn't annoyed. I thought it was so funny. What the fuck? No, I thought it was funny that they did all that character building well, just for him to die. I, I did. What was the movie that you related this to? Oh, smoke. It's it's smoking smoke aces, aces on I, a train. I had never seen smoking aces, but I just loved how like. Every single scene just like was a layer of a different scene. It was yeah. really fun. Like this Bad Bunny scene was, you know, a scene from something else and a scene from further in the movie. Smoking Aces was everywhere. had a ton of star power and it had it was a bunch of assassins in a hotel trying to kill one guy. Oh. It's good. a lot of fun. Chris Pines in it, Ben Affleck, and some people die right away and you're like, Wah! Oh, by the way, Ray Liotta, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, they're in it as well. Um, 
the fucking guy from Entourage. Jeremy Pivens is in it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a movie I should watch. It's really good. It, this was a lot like this. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, what did Bad Bunny threw the knife at him, right? And he blocked it with the briefcase. Blocked it with the briefcase. And then it went into his heart. No, no. He tried, he tried to stab him when he first came in, and it went through his cell phone. Yeah, but I mean how Bad Bunny died. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He threw yeah. the knife. And it, it ricocheted. And got him in the heart, yeah. And then he goes, Mi corazón. <laughs> Because they showed his backstory with yeah. his wife and entire family oh, dying. So sad. sad on his wedding day, nonetheless. Yeah, oh, heartbreaking. Uh, one of my favorite things about this movie was I liked how they weakened at Bernie's everyone that died. <laughs> so if they died, they would pretend they would just sit them in a way that they would look alive, like Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. He sat him in the chair, put a blanket on him, made it look like he was sleeping, with also like a bottle of booze. <laughs> Like yeah. he was drunk. Then um, when that when the the fucking what's his, what's the main bad guy the white death the white chat white white death, white death white son death. died they were like mm-hmm. oh wave and they put the glasses on him made him look like he was still alive <laughs> that was funny yeah tangerine and lemon splitting up trying to because they were trying to get him off the train I don't understand really why they kept on trying to get them all off the train when everything was going to be at the end of the no because they didn't believe the them that they remember. Right. They're like, we don't believe that you have the, the briefcase and, and his son. But yeah, but if he had everything set up for the, at the end of the line, yeah. it was kind of pointless, in my opinion. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? He didn't trust that, that they actually had everything that he wanted. Yeah, but the White Shadow wasn't following him on every one. White Shadow? The White, the white Death. He white was death. only at the end. Right, but he had people. I guess. I guess. I also like the fight scene in the quiet car. There's like that one car where you the, the Karen room the Karen yeah he didn't say, turn it around he said Karen in the trailer he didn't say Karen in the movie though uh, did he not okay. no, I didn't hear it no I was waiting for it uh, then oh that's right there's actually four surprises right. one of the uh, best cameos Channing Tatum all of a sudden oh that's Brad Pitt's right. like how would you like to make two hundred dollars and Channing Tatum's <laughs> like is this a sex thing <laughs> he seems really interested in it too. I'm well, down. yeah, no, he was totally into Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he was like, I have a thing for accents. Oh, that's right. That was really funny. By the way, again, Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's amazing in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's still hard to imagine that he played Kick Ass. Did you ever see Kick Ass? No, I know the movie. I never seen it though. You should see Kick Ass because mm. he's just like a scrawny little nothing in that movie. But so there, Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson are fighting, or I guess Ladybug and Tangerine are fighting. Right. And then in walks Kimiko. I didn't notice that. From the boys. Andrew knew it right I immediately did. I was like elbowing the shit out of Josh. I'm like, that's Kimiko. I was like, I was like, "Eh, holy fuck, that is Kimiko. Yeah. That was great. Right. That was awesome. And she would just, she just played like. A, t- a fucking attendant in the train, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, do you want anything? I'll take a bottle of water, and and Brad Pitt makes Tangerine pay for <laughs> I it. I love that. He's, he, yeah, because he goes, I gave $200 to Channing yeah. Tatum for the for the glasses and the hat. Right. He's like, yeah, fuck, I'll pay for it. Yeah. So you sure you don't want to, you know, you don't want to talk this out? No. Throws a bottle of water. water they keep him. fighting. They go through the fucking window, and... They're both like hanging out the fucking bullet train. That was awesome. Oh, and we missed. Um, so they. So part of the story was about a snake that was released. Yeah. And the first scene in the movie, 
the the guy was in the hospital with his son and on the yeah. on the TV screen was about a snake that had gotten stolen from the zoo apparently right. one of the most poisonous snakes but in between all these fight scenes was this snake that's just making his way through the through the train cars yeah it was kind of interesting yeah cuz you you're like oh god too. who's that who's the snake going to bite yeah. all that um so then uh one like Tangerine didn't know where Lemon was, or Lemon was asleep, I think, at this point. Um, or, or well, knocked it knocked out. him unconscious. So, so Brad yeah. Pitt's like, oh, they don't know what Lemon looks like, right? Right. So they both go out to White Death's gang or whatever mm-hmm. to show that they have the briefcase. And oh, God, this is great. Brad Pitt accidentally, just by luck, by bad luck, again, his old character is he's, he has bad luck. He accidentally opens the case and he's like, just, I was trying to sell it. Yeah. He's like, I had him too. <laughs> opens up lingerie, just falls. <laughs> yeah. And I liked when, when uh, Tangerine wouldn't let Ladybug leave, but then he kicked him out of the train, mm-hmm. like at the right time. But then Tangerine fucking jumped on the back of it. A hundred percent mission impossible ripoff. Oh, well, well, I don't know. Rip off. It was a great action scene. It was good. And, we also have Joey King playing the prince, uh, you know, like the young girl oh. who's su- super manipulative, uh, manipulative. Right, right, right. Making right, everyone right. think she's like this innocent girl. But her thing is she's lucky. And I literally type like, oh, she's lucky like Domino in Deadpool 2. Mm. And then two minutes later, and earlier in the movie, I'm telling Josh, like someone... There's an assassin in that kid's costume or whatever. Right, because that's ta- in that kid train. It looks like a Pokemon. Tangerine and Ladybird, Ladybird, Ladybug both kind of, you know, have interactions yeah. with this giant. And it grabbed the briefcase and it was like, oh, hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. Tried to grab the briefcase. And right after I type Joey King's like Domino, out pops Domino from Deadpool 2. Oddly enough, not as lucky as she was in the Domino, though. Oh, <laughs> well, no, she's not the lucky one. No, not lucky one. at all. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she she doesn't, she doesn't hit him with a stake, but she has her own, like, fucking needle with the poison in it. Yeah, they called her the Hornet, and apparently the poison, you know, makes you bleed from all your orifices and everything. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, but I like the needle hits Brad Pitt's hand, and then he stabs her with it. And he's like, we got 30 seconds. And then she pulls out the anti-venom, but then he puts it in his neck. And she's like, you bitch. And it was so funny. He's like, you don't have a backup? I well, like, yeah, you should always her, have a when, backup. When she's struggling, he's like, oh, do you want some water? Or oh. <laughs> He's such a kind and, he's like, and thoughtful person. He's like, you should have brought two. Oh, no, I'm mansplaining again. <laughs> yeah. So good. That was great. Uh Aaron uh, Tangerine finding the diesel sticker on Joey King. Right. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, oh, and that's when he realized his brother was the one that he can read everybody. And he knew that she was an asshole. Right. Like a diesel. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Ladybug gets bit by the snake, but he's already got the anti-venom. So he's okay. So Mm -hmm. he puts the snake in the toilet and writes, snake, don't open. That's nice. That was nice. That's considerate. Uh, for all the people that think there's a snake in the toilet, oh, Lord. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> scary. Uh, earlier, Joey King shot Lemon. We thought he was dead, but we forgot he had the bulletproof vest, and the only reason he was asleep was because of the was because Brad Pitt spiked the water earlier. And was this a scene, the last scene with Tangerine, too? Did Or did he end up meeting his fate later on? Uh, no. It was, yeah, it was before that. 
So it was it was here. It was right before this scene, right? Yeah, when Tangerine dies. So when he found the diesel sticker, right? Cuz wasn't yeah. wasn't Ladybug in the car too? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he tries to they're they're false they're kind of jockeying over the gun. Right. And he accidentally shoots, you know, you know, Tangerine. tangerine. Does he, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. <laughs> the bandit had been throwing them away. You know what? So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some tangerines aren't looking for anything logical. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some tangerines just want to watch the world burn. And this was Prince. That's true. This was Joey King. So they're teasing the White Death. They don't show us who White Death is. And you're like, it's got to be someone famous, right? Mm -hmm. Who's it going to be? Uh, turns out it's Michael Shannon. You know, he played uh, Zod in Man of Steel. I mean, he's a very oh, well-known actor. Right. Okay. I was he's trying a great to, actor. Trying to figure where I remembered him from. Uh, and then one of the twists was that Joey King was his daughter. The prince was his daughter. Yeah, because there was a scene earlier when the son died. She goes over to the son, spits in his face. You're like, yeah. why the fuck are you spit in his face? It's kind right. of random. It's because she's been disrespected her whole life, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Her dad avoided And she's like, I'm just like you. Like, you should have never focused on, you know, the fucking son's name or whatever. She's like, I'm more like you than he ever was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was nice. And then uh, White, White Death, he's explaining everything, why they're all on this train. It's because... Basically, all the assassins are responsible for his wife dying. Right. Some sort of way, they're all a little bit responsible. And he's like, and he has a gun pointed to Brad Pitt's head, and he's like, and then there's you, Carver. And Pitt's like, wait, no! Because <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, he's like, yeah, I'm filling in for Carver, goddammit. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not Carver. Then we see the fucking, there's an assassin blows up the wife's car, takes off its helmet, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Jesus Christ. And I, like, screamed. I was like, oh, my God! And and he's in the whole movie for two seconds, just like Brad Pitt is in Deadpool 2 for two seconds. Got electrocuted on those fucking power lines. That's amazing. They're like, hey, I was in your movie for two seconds. Now be in my movie for two seconds. That's so great. That's a wonderful placements of cameos. Yeah. Amazing. Um... We also get an origin story for the water bottle. And that was completely pointless, but that, hilarious. That was funny. Very <laughs> funny. Very pointless, but great. Uh, then we have Lemon like telling Ladybug, he's like, well, I lost a brother, but I have a new one. And Brett Pitt's like, really? And he's like, fuck no. No. But he does sacrifice himself for Brad Pitt. Yeah. Tackles that other guy out the fucking train and they fall like. Fucking hundred feet into the water. Yeah, oddly enough, they fall into water that's like only about shin deep. <laughs> yeah, somehow survive. <laughs> somehow Whatever. survive. It's okay. It's a movie. Um, we also have the story of the elder with his son, right? And then the other son that's in the hospital. I the only thing I didn't really understand was, I mean, like because they never showed it, but like why why did the Joey King girl? take the boy up there and push him off. I know it was to put all these, you know, to set all this stuff in motion. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. Why would a boy do that? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Why would a boy do that? Why would a boy go up to a roof with a random woman? Because she was pretty. 
I guess I'd. I mean, kids are yeah, kids are easily manipulated. I'm sure a pretty girl could convince you to go to a roof, Josh. Yeah, you're probably right. That's right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, case closed. So yeah, Elder stabs White Death, but he's still not dead. Stabbed? It felt like he fucking cut through his arm. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, But Brad Pitt finally gets lucky when the train crashes and that fluffy costume saves his life. Like like in uh, Deadpool 2 just when like Domino falls on she just, that. She's just like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Uh, but yeah, White Death, he doesn't even really care that Brad Pitt might not be Carver. He just wants to kill him. And unfortunately for him, he uses the gun that uh, the prince sabotaged earlier. Right. And he blows his own face off. Mm-hmm. Face... Off. Well, that's funny. And that was actually the prince's whole plan. So, you yeah. know, she she had that one standoff with him in the car, and he's like, no, I can't kill you. But, yeah. you know, it ended up happening anyways. So. And she, well, she's like, yeah, she, he always, what does she say, 17 assassination attempts on him or something? Yeah, and they all have ended the same way, except and for that one. he killed them with their own weapon. Mm-hmm. So this time he killed them with her weapon. Uh, but then the prince was about to... She was about to shoot Brad Pitt, the elder, and the other son. And I don't even really know why. That's that's something that I'm a little confused about is why did she even want to kill them? Just because she wanted to be like her dad? She was an asshole? Well, well yeah. Well, she was the whole plan was to get the son to kill the white white uh white shadow? White, white death. death. That was the whole plan. Why it all set in motion. But then the, the elder didn't want it to happen. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Well, no, he, uh, the elder did want White Death dead, for sure. Yeah. Well, no, he, but yeah. I'm saying, why did she want to kill them at the end? Just because she's, I'm like, I'm like my dad, I guess. I guess, yeah, probably. So, yeah, she's about to shoot them. Oh, right. But then yeah. she gets hit by a bus. And what falls out of the bus? A tangerine. <laughs> Uh, so she's dead. Uh, this is great. You know, the three like main good guys are still alive and mm-hmm. and then holy shit, there's Sandra Bullock. She was uh she was uh Brad Pitt's handler the entire time. The entire time. I didn't recognize her voice. Neither did kind I. Kind of surprised. Maybe they changed it a little bit. They try to go back to the car and then a light pole falls on it, and I guess this bad luck continues again. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the mid credits scene. We see that lemon. It was like like one minute, like ten seconds right after the credits. Pretty much, it was the mid credits. We see that lemon survived, cool. and uh, he just like gets up, grabs the gun, shoots the shoots the other guy, <laughs> and then he finds the tangerine truck. He's like, "Holy shit!" And then he's the one that runs over the prince. That was great. I loved so, it. Setting up a number two, right? Maybe. Hey, you got to kill Carver, right? He's the one that made all this happen. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be Carver great. versus Brad Pitt. I'm down for it. I'm totally down. Now it could be like Smoke and Aces, where this, they made a sequel, but it was like straight to video. Now this was back when there weren't streaming apps, but mm. and it doesn't have anyone from the original movie, and it sucks. Although I never saw Smoke and Aces too. But no, nowadays with you know. Everyone wants to make a franchise out of every movie. I definitely oh, see a sequel sure. being possible. And I'd be down because this was highly entertaining. And this was a Sony Pictures movie. I I haven't liked much that Sony Pictures have done lately. Oh, no, they just can't do uh, Marvel stuff. They can't do Marvel movies. 
So apparently this was, of course, number one in the box office this week. $30 million. Domestic? Domestic. That's got to be domestic. I would imagine. Uh, number two was DC League of Super Pets. Way behind at well, 11. Well, that's been out. At $11 million. Um, So, yes, this is a, I, I don't know how great of a weekend it was, but it was definitely number one by a far margin. Yeah. What's, I wonder what the, uh, do we have the... Um, the global, oh, 60 million global. So double the domestic then. Okay. So domestic was half. It's pretty I good. Guess, basically, but yeah. Bullet Train 62.5 global. Yeah. This was a good movie for like not seeing a lot of trailers for. Like, I don't remember seeing very many trailers for this on, on social media or anywhere. I don't think it's gotten a lot of like, um, a lot of media love. Well, no, I've seen plenty of trailers. I've Have seen you? the same trailer over and over again. Uh, anytime I'm watching fucking baseball, it'll I, pop up. And I haven't yeah. seen many. Watching Raw and shit. Oh, well, I don't watch Raw, so. <laughs> well, there you go. But yeah, I'm down for a sequel. What would you rate this movie? Oh, man. This was fun. Um, I got to say, maybe an eight? Maybe yeah. an eight? Like, I think... I think uh, everywhere all at once, everything everywhere all at once was a was a better movie, had a better message and stuff well, like that's that. A, that's a ten for me. But this was like a lot more fun. I and I and the movies, I liked all the surprises. Yeah, I'd say eight and a half or nine. Okay, yeah, you know, yeah. For for this type of movie, it's a nine. Sure, you know, like like a, like Liked Tarantino it a said, it's it's a it's a good movie to go out and see. Well, a you have movie. to rate the movie based on what it is. <laughs> what it is, you know, it's a, it's a good movie. If you're going to go see action. a kids movie, you have it's to rate action, it on a kids movie. It's comedy. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Go see it if go you see haven't it. seen it already. Yeah. But hopefully, you have seen it and you didn't just get all these spoilers. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, that would make the movie less fun. That's sure. Especially the first time you see it. All right, let's do uh, questions and comments. Let's see what our fans have to say here. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I wonder how many of them seen it yet. Hopefully a lot. Uh, all righty. Johnny Horniitis, he's back. Uh, my question is if you can give each member of the What's Wrong With Wrestling podcast one power from the Fantastic Four, who would be Mr. Fantastic? Who'd be the Invisible Man, the Thing, or the Human Torch? Well, I mean, Invisible Woman, right? Well, it's the Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Well, I'm Mr. Fantastic. That's obvious. I've got to be the Human Torch. I no, think uh, you're jo- Thing. Joe would be the Thing, and you're, Eric would be the Invisible I mean, Man. You're clearly the Thing. Bam. No, I'm, I'm the Human Torch. I'm hot, and I'm spicy, I'm Latin. No. I mean, I got it, baby. Yeah, <laughs> no. I got to lock down. Flame on, and then you just crash into a building. <laughs> I didn't say I'd be a good... A good one, but I think I'd be oh. fine. Luis Vasquez also uh, just saw that new Predator movie, Prey, on Hulu. I really enjoyed it. 8 out of 10 rating for me. Highly recommend. FYI for Josh, it's not scary. Don't think, worry, Josh. I think we might be doing that next Don't week. Don't worry, Josh. Um, Rampager, what movie soundtrack was better than the movie? I, I didn't even mention it, but the Bullet Train soundtrack? I actually really liked it. All, like all the American, like you know, pop songs from like the eighties and stuff like that were yeah. done in like uh, Japanese, and it was fun. I yeah, liked it. It was good, but movie soundtrack better than the movie. 
The first Suicide Squad had a lot of great songs, and we all know that movie sucked balls. I don't remember the first one. I don't remember the the soundtrack yeah. to it. Yeah, uh, soundtracks don't really stand out too much. The and the soundtrack that I really like is uh, the one from um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy One, but it's not better than the movie. Sure, but it's a really great soundtrack. Yeah, well, that wasn't the question, Joey. I, I'm just, Joey, Jojo, Junior, Shabadoo, Andrew, last week you mentioned you had seen the Rick and Morty shorts where Morty needs to suck Rick's cock <laughs> to save his life. No, it was lick his balls, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, he says that's a spoof of the actual show. Uh, the shorts are hilarious, though. Anyway, uh, you got to watch the actual shows. You loved everything, everywhere, all at once. So Rick and Morty, Morty is in your top three cartoons all time. I'll bet Joe's dollar on it. It was not. It was not in your top three. No, he's saying if I saw, if I watched oh, it, it okay, would be. Okay. Yeah. Give him um, some episodes that he should check out. Chris Dibburn, can you think of other sexy, snarky attorney badasses on TV like Kim Wexler? Mm. I think the only one who can compare is Ellen Swatello from Franklin and Bash. I never watched that show. Well, I remember there being a hot girl on it though in the trailers. We're about to get a sexy, a sexy yeah, lawyer. She Hulk. She Hulk. She's kind of cute. She looks sassy. I can't think of very many other ones, though. Me either. I don't really watch lawyer shows. Was there a, a female lawyer on JAG? Maybe? I don't know. Pop culture junkie, will there ever be another successful mainstream teen sex comedy? I think the last big one was American Pie, whereas cancer culture screwed that up from being possible ever again no i think there would be another one eventually well, they released those shitty na- national lampoons ones on netflix those suck wow yeah but no i mean he's right it, it might be a while until cancel if people culture. get over if these fucking companies start ignoring cancel culture hey disney already ignores uh people and has r-rated movies on oh, there it's, it's coming baby yeah. uh r-rated sex comedy on disney american pie a disney movie <laughs> Jason Deerm, have you guys seen The Old Watch Man? What happens to Cinderella? Have you guys seen The Old Man yet? Jeff Bridges plays an ex-CIA operative. I've heard that's good. Whose past is cut up to him with the government hunting him down with John Lithgow as the, main, as the man who's tasked to catch the old man. Gee, John Lithgow, Jesus Christ. If you're looking for a show to review. P.S. I- and Better Call Saul, if Jeff needs the money so bad, why not turn in Gene for the $5 million? But I do think it will be Jeff's mother that calls the cops. She's got the internet now. And we'll probably see an old news story about Saul and recognize him. Oh, yeah. What do you mean five mil for Gene? That was the reward money to return in to turn in Saul. When did we hear that? Oh, Francesca said that? I don't know if she said it, but I I don't know if it was five mil, but I think there was a sizable reward. When? When did they say that though? (sighs) I was it this last episode that they said it? I can't remember. Maybe it was what Jeff mentioned Saul when he first saw him. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm sure it's been mentioned. Well, I'm sure. Why else would he bring it up? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Ramos, bullet train question. Oh. Even though the movie played out as a self-contained contained story, do you want a sequel? And if so, should Carver, Ryan Reynolds, get... Uh, should Carver get his for dragging Ladybug into the snatch and grab job? I think we just kind of summed yeah, it up. Yeah, we did. That yeah. would be... We do want that. Make it happen. Sure. Make it happen, Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Steven with a V. I also have a Will Smith take. Overrated. 
Does not have range as an actor. He always plays the cool good guy or hero who's also kind of an asshole. Pursuit of happiness, concussion, seven pounds. Uh, he always has to be the lead. Well, uh, when he has been the supporting actor uh, or did a film with an A-lister, think of Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Denzel, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Mar- Mark Wahlberg, Tom Cruise even played a supporting role in Tropic Thunder. Your thoughts? Oh, that's right. Uh, I don't think he's overrated. Uh, uh, I don't think we're going to see very many great Will Smith, Smith, Smith movies going forward. I think it's, it's Will Smith has kind of passed, you know, past his prime for sure. I mean, Independence Day, Men in Black. That was a sweet spot. Two 10 out of 10 movies. For sure. But no, he's, he's a great actor. He's just, we like him less now because he's douchey and his kids are pieces of shit and his wife's an that's, asshole. That's true. He's an asshole. He's lost his way. Will Smith needs to find he himself. He could come back because Tom Cruise came back. Right. You know. Jump on, jump on Oprah's couch. Everyone and hated Tom Cruise after he jumped on Oprah's couch, but he came back. Uh, Omar. Oh, he needs Scientology. That's what he needs. That's what he needs. Omar, <laughs> did you know that Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker and the Hobgoblin? Yes. Uh, he was the Joker in the Batman animated uh-huh. series, Hobgoblin yep. in the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first actor to be uh, a Marvel and DC guy. It's pretty funny. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars, too. Yeah. And then the... Ri- well, yeah, that was first. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, he's got, like, the whole universe. The Rizzler, as good as Better Call Saul is, I'm a bit concerned that the last two episodes slowed right down. feel like there's still so much to cover with such minimal time left. I'm I'm there with you, Rizzler. Well, I'm nervous. Like like Andrew said, you know, like what, so much happened at the last episodes. Give me one theory of, about Saul. What happens? What does he do? Does he remain a fucking cinnamon bun manager? I think, does he find Kim and live happily ever after? I, think I don't see that happening. He either finds Kim, lives happy ever after, no. or he goes down in a blaze of glory. He and gets what? turned in or dies? something. Not, not dies, but he goes to jail. He gets his come up. That's how it ends? The show ends with him in jail? That's so depressing. <laughs> what else can it end? But when, okay, when Breaking, Bad, when Breaking Bad ended, Walter died. Sure. But we wanted him to die at that point. He deserved to die. Well, he's about to you rip still, off a man with cancer. You still had Jesse driving off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. So you still had the silver lining. You had Jesse... At least that was a happy ending. Right. Better call Saul. There's one guy. It's Saul. No, Jeff. Jeff gets a happy... Suck. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I was about to punch you in the face. There's only one guy. There's only one guy. So what? Handcuffs? Credits roll? There's well, no way. That's... that's No. He's been a shitty... He's He was a shitty person in Albuquerque, and now he's starting to be a shitty person in Iowa, or wherever the fuck they are now. He deserves to go to jail. <laughs> he deserves it. I'm Well, sure. That's not the point. Yeah. I don't know if that would be a satisfying ending. I think whatever we think is going to happen is not going to happen, so it's kind of tough. Well, I agree. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't even it's predict what will possibly happen. No. So... Uh, all right, that's all for fan questions. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are viewing us. We also have exclusive videos, trailer reactions on the YouTube channel, Hollywood Hogwash Pod. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Next week, we will be reviewing the second to last episode of Better Call Saul. Mm.
And you know what? Since a lot of our fans have been requesting it, we're going to review Prey as well. It's not too scary, right? That's what I've heard. That's what fans have said. There's no major movie coming out. I've, so we'll I watch s- we'll watch Prey. I saw the trailer. It looked interesting. I've not yeah. seen the trailer. Is Predator in it? Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's it's about a, a Native American girl who's fighting Predator. Okay. Yeah. But she's like a, a Comanche or something warrior. It looks kind of cool. Well, then we'll see you next week. <laughs>